I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Kevo, this is when I come in. That nigga show you that Reebok, you don't even know it. I die over this Reebok, you don't even know it. Put Molly all in the champagne, you don't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed that. She ain't even know it. Got a hundred late cause I lit a phone and ain't even know it. Shit, I'm fucking that up. Got a hundred round and hey y'all, you don't even know it. Gay, <laughs> gay fucking shit. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're in the house on a Monday night. Yes, yes, y'all. In with the building. Mm-hmm. With uh some a really down south uh feel to this podcast, I think. Yeah, we uh, all country. People are gonna feel like uh they really took a trip through um below the Mason Dixon line. Yes, sir. <laughs> after this show. But uh we got the mm-hmm. homies from the Beating the Block podcast. Uh we got Kevo, aka Cyber Soldier. What's up, man? What's up, what's up? Not much, man. And you guys should be familiar with this name, even if you're not familiar with his voice from the show, uh Beating the Block. Um it's Montorious. <laughs> hey what's happening y'all man what's up dog man it's good to have y'all both on it's been a it's been a long time in the making man hey man this is all right with me man i i, I was enjoying just listening but being on this show i'm on cloud nine i can't even front one of the good things about being able to go five days a week is like we really can find a time almost for everybody's Everybody, schedule now yeah different time zones that was the issue before yes. with different time zones people that five o'clock they're like look i'm still at work that's three two o'clock in the afternoon my time i can't make it I'm like, damn it yeah so. yeah i mean because we we had had we tried multiple times to get together but schedule i was like nope 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 can't do it yeah so Bro, i was like nope 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 can't do it <laughs> i was like we'll come back to the table just Give me some time. <laughs> but it's it's real good to have y'all on, man. For real, brothers. It's been uh way too long. Um, of course, um you guys can find uh Beating the Block uh podcast it's on iTunes now, uh, which is a big deal because it wasn't on iTunes for the longest, man. I used to go out there searching and I'd be like, Let me go check on Stitcher. But uh it's on iTunes and Stitcher now. Uh just and it's and it's spelled the black way. Uh beating <laughs> <laughs> beating with no G. Beating with no G. Duh is D A like a '90s rap hip hop group, and uh, block you know like like you spell the block. So uh, um, uh, you know, hey, go find the only thing spelled right. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. If nothing else is. I was yep. surprised y'all didn't fit a Z in there somewhere. You know what I mean? Like that's a yep. true '90s hip hop style. Should have put a little in front of it. It's been a little beating the block. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I guess we got some quick questions for you guys, man. You know, um, first of all, what made you guys start the show beating the block, man? What was the, uh, the impetus behind that? And how did you guys hook up and, and, and get the formula down for the show? Because, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think the show I was listening to today was like episode 98. So you guys been doing it for quite a while. Yes. I've been on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, times look up on us. I'll, I'll take it first. Uh, I started the the podcast first, and I started with my cousin, and I actually had you guys on there help me christening once with uh, once upon a time, and you know it, it was a struggle show, but y'all still kept on with it, and I appreciate that. But um, <laughs> it just started with me and my cousin, and we had been doing the shows, and and because we had the right timing, and I'd seen I. 
heard of Montoyas and then I had seen him on Twitter and I didn't know he was from Houston at first. I think what what started it was us both cheering for the Texans. Mm. And then we cheered for the Texans. I was like, oh, you like them Texans? He's like, yeah, I like them too, man. Let's hook up. Let's talk. So we got on the show and, and we did it. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like our vibe on the show, man. You got time to be on the show with me? He's like, cool. You know what I'm Cool. <laughs> now Montoya is what uh what was it that uh made you realize like yo I want to be a part of this and uh you know I'm gonna definitely be down. Well um on the cool man I was just good being a listener man mm-hmm. um, you know and you know I, I didn't even I didn't even know who who Cyber Soldier was till I heard him on y'all's show and then I, I said oh that dude from round the way and so. We we got to you know tweeting back and forth like he said about the Texans. Then one day he hit me up. It was like, hey man, you want to be on the show? Fuck it, I'll be on the show. I didn't I didn't expect nothing out of it. And uh, shit, the vibe was nice. So shit, we just kept it going. Yeah, ninety eight episodes later, right? Pretty well. He had a few before. I probably right. been on for about maybe sixty of them, something like that. Now percent um, of it, you been. Now, what's y'all's uh, situation? I know Cyber Soldier, you married, right? Yeah. All right. What about you, Montoya's? Well, I'm I'm divorced, man. Divorced. So, uh, what is the podcasting hoes like? You know what I mean? Like, is it really? Did it help your game <laughs> being able to get into the podcasting circuit? Are you able to really get out there with the ladies or what? Well, I you know I don't I can't say the podcast got anything to do with that, but. You know, I, I move around a little bit. I can't say I'm uh, I'm just knocking them down this way and that way. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, I get some cutting. Yeah, I think if I was single, I <laughs> like knowing what I know about a podcast. If I was single, I'd definitely start a podcast. Like I don't know why more single dudes don't, don't have do podcasts that, do that already. Again. I know. I mean, you ain't really gotta talk a lot. Just just talk about something up. you like, and uh, yeah. some chick will be into it. It's like uh, my man Bomani Jones says. Chicks are into everything. Everything. No matter what it is, <laughs> they into it. You ain't even got to change. Dudes be trying to change up and do stupid shit. No, just be yourself. She into you. Yeah. I feel like right now someone listening is like, yeah, I'm going to start a show, get on these podcasting hoes. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. good luck to you, Popson, or whoever it is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> is taking, hey, is taking that I'll advice. Tell you, I'll tell you what, though, man. When I mentioned I got one, they, they start listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I gotta watch what I say, but I really don't. I, but you know, I should, I guess, if I cared about my pussy quotient. <laughs> <laughs> well, women do. Uh, women, first of all, that is probably the most educated use of quotient uh, <laughs> in, in conjunction with ratchetness ever. Pussy quotient. <laughs> I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, I was impressed. Very articulate. That was some yes. of that black privilege right there. Hey, there it is. <laughs> you can follow around the store using big words. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Which condos are the best if I have a high pushy quotient? Uh, just, uh, you know, I don't want to scare them off with the magnums, but, uh, you know, the real for her pleasure might be up her alley. Um, so, all right, man. Like, the, the show has been going on for a while. Y'all both from Houston. Um, do y'all ever, like, hang out in real life? Y'all were ever... Uh, do anything together, y'all just is is strictly internet and Skype and everything. Man, let me jump. Let me jump so in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get on Kevo real fast because I, you know, I guess being you know freshly single, I get around a little bit. Mm. But Kevo ass would not catch up with me, man. I'm, I go to his house now. He does some shit. We do the show at his crib. Okay. So I go, I go straight to his house. We drink and 
we talk and all that, and that's our hanging out weekly. But when I'm out on the town, he don't be trying to catch up with me, man. <laughs> now, I will defend. Well, I'm bachelor, man. I can't. Yeah, I would defend Kevo here, man, as a married man myself. Um, y'all niggas do too much. Like, y'all single and divorced <laughs> niggas. Y'all niggas do too much shit that, like, y'all think it's just hanging y'all, out. But, but it be an all-night-long event. You be like, yeah, we're going to start at the bar crawl at 10, mm-hmm. and we're going to ride the party bus all night long, and then we're going to be macking them hoes, and then right. we're going to go to the other club at 2, and then we're going to bar hop to 6. You be like, nigga, do you rest? And the undercurrent to all this shit is pussy. So, like, I'm yeah. not supposed to be getting it, no extra pussy in my life. <laughs> I don't get any out of it. Exactly. I'm like... They're going to go and do their thing. All I'm going to do at the end of the day is drink profusely. And right. I, I don't want to do that a lot. There and is, then sometimes, like, I, my, I take my life slow because I'm a family man. Mm-hmm. It's a certain time of night. It's, you know, on Friday. Friday sometime on, uh, after the show. They be wanting to go out. And, you know, like a lot of times I'm ready for bed. Yeah. And I watch me a little TV show. I look on Twitter. My toys and them all across town. Yeah, man, we over here chilling and shit. And I'm like, nah. Y'all can have it. That, like literally, and it's, I know, I know that dudes on the proud don't realize this, and you won't until you're like older and married or whatever. You booed up and you're happy and shit. Um, there is nothing more boring than a drunk woman you can't fuck. Nothing, <laughs> nothing in life. Like literally, I like honestly, uh, that some of the worst conversations I've had in my life have been with drunk women that I have no interest in. Fucking, and that's what it becomes when you hang out with your boys at the club. You know, I had a friend, he had a birthday party or some shit. He's like, hey, man, I have a birthday party at this club. You get free pizza if you get there before nine. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess, you know, I'm fat. I could eat some pizza. So I, I'll, I'll go for food. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he had yeah, right. me at pizza. Well, that's a small, yeah, that's a small pleasure for a family, man. man right. For a married man, sometimes when a place is offering food, you're like, oh, shit, I might just show up. So you I'm, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> So I show up for free pizza and beer and shit. You know, I'm chilling. Um, and then he's, I'm like, all right, man, well, happy birthday. It's about that time. I have, I'm full. I'm about to roll. He's like, no, man, hang out for a little bit, man. You know, people going to come party and shit. I'm like, uh, I guess I have for a few minutes. I don't even know why he wanted me to hang out. He immediately started macking on these chicks. And now I'm sitting here awkwardly alone at like the VIP table by myself and, and I, I'm actually letting chicks sit in the table because I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, they're like, is anyone sitting here? I was like, just sit here. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> y'all can have this shit. I don't care about his birthday or anything at this point. I'm not having a good time. I'm ready to go home. And it's, it's, it's and, and like they're talking to me in that drunk chick talk that I know. Uh, uh, that's annoying as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like when they're saying shit like, uh. You know, uh, they'll see you have like maybe a, 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 a football jersey on or something. They'll be like, do you like Tom Brady? Like, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, this, this is, this is the way I attack going out though. I, I treat all of them like I ain't going to fuck. Mm, that's, that's, that's the basis of it, man. I, Cause on the cool, I don't be going out there trying to get no pussy. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it should the conversation turn that way. Well, then I'm probably game. But, you know, before then, no, I'm just like, whatever. Well, I will say this. That's the other problem with this shit as a married dude is, uh, and and single dudes mostly won't realize this until it's too late. Uh, You normally don't even get anyone trying to holler at you or interested in you until you don't want to fuck them. That's it. 
which is weird and which is why you hear people be like well now that i'm married i can't beat him off with a stick it's mm-hmm. it's something about the fact that you really aren't trying to fuck that i that it just make them feel more comfortable or something it's like you know yeah, you look less you look less thirsty you look more confident you know you probably could have fucked that day you know you're more confident you're not you give off that i don't give a fuck vibe more and than to- being a single guy and and women are attracted to that to me man i see and i had women get mad at me because i don't return their uh affection you know i'm mm-hmm. like yeah i know i understand but freeze pimp juice you know i'm kind of i'm taking <laughs> you know you're like oh you too good for me no it's you know i'm i'm, I'm cool i'm cool right. You know, I, I don't want to get I into the flirt game because some women don't want to get into the flirt game just to play it with you, yeah, knowing right. you take it. Right. Yeah. What, what are you saying, Montoya? I'm sorry. No, I, I'm just, I'm man, I'm just talking over Kevo, man. I, <laughs> I call it, I call him Yellow Boy Wonder. I see him over there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but uh, Karen, were you about to say something? Oh, I was about to say, uh, for women. Yeah, they kind of are more attractive to a dude that's not trying to fuck because they don't feel intimidated. They know. It's almost like a turn on, like, I can just be around you and you're not trying to aggressively fuck me. Right. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, you're having real conversations. Cause, yes. Because what I don't, you know, like, I normally don't do small talk. I do medium talk at best anyway. So most of the time it's like. <laughs> That's what she said. Right. <laughs> so most of the time, you know, if they are approaching me, I'm not going to say the same shit that a normal dude is saying where it's like. So, uh, what do you guys, uh, where do you work? Uh, you got, uh, you, how old are you? Well, you know, I like, I'll, I'll probably start with something like ridiculous, um, and, or try to be funny. And, and it's like, uh, at the end of the day, like I had way more women, uh, try to holler at me after I got married than before. Like it, it just, it, even, even when I was single, but I was, you know, like not married, but I was, uh, still committed to caring. I still had way more chicks that were interested than when I was per- trying to pursue chicks. It's, I think it, I think it really is something about the fact that uh, that you that you aren't trying to fuck. Like that's it. Yeah. That's it. I, a, a, somebody said it one time, and I've been using that forever. My game is no game. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't go out looking for yeah, shit. Yeah, I heard you say. And and that's the shit, that, and it works, dog. That's all I can say. So, you know? um, now when did you get divorced, Montoyas? Was has it been a Man. while, or is it? Well, see? it's creeping up on a year. Okay, okay, a year. It's okay. Pre- yeah, yeah. I was married for six years, man, and then you know, round about May last year, we split up. Now, was it sudden, or was it, or was it something where you were like, yeah, this shit been dying for a while. Let's let's get off. Yeah, this. I, it was. It was. It was. It was kind of a, you know, swirling down the drain, man. Mm-hmm. Now, w- were you hung up about the idea of, like, uh, divorce equals failure, so we need to hold on to this, try to make it work, or you, or you, you like, pretty clear, client, conscious, and ready to, like, be like, all right, cool, I'm free. I'm out. I'm out. It's time to get on this town. Well, I, well, I told her, because she came at me with it, mm-hmm. even though we both was kind of, you know, seeing it. And I told her, look, man, we married. And marriage is supposed to be stronger than that. Mm-hmm. Whatever we're going through, we're supposed to be able to get past that. But at the same time, I got this thing. I, I don't know if it's uh, being stubborn or whatever, but I don't. I detach real easy. Mm-hmm. So you know, so it was amicable, man. She she wanted to go. I said, all right, well, peace out. We'd be all right. Well, it's like now that women have rights and options and shit. I feel like. <laughs> That, messed up everything, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just really set everything back. You know, Madman was right. Um, 
But um, <laughs> I, but I really do feel like more often than not, we're starting to see people where divorce is more just like a cycle of life. It's not right. It's not about failure anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, is are you happy? I guess not. Are you are you happy? No. Right. And everybody goes, okay. <laughs> like, why are we doing this shit then? You don't like coming home to me. I don't like coming home to you. Uh, peace out. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I that's think, it. you know, and I cut walk in the house. I want to bust you with this frying pan. We need to leave each yeah, other. I think like in the fifties and shit, people were like, well, no one ever got divorced, but it was like, what the fuck was a woman to do? You know, she talked that divorce shit if she want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah cause yeah. A single woman was was uh, not treated kindly back then, man. The Madman days, it was something wrong with a single woman, man. Yeah, it's not like celebrated. It's like so you think you're gonna get a good job uh, divorcing me? You don't have any life skills, you know. Society has kind of kept you in a place where the only thing you need to learn is how to take care of a man in a household. Um, where in, you, what, in a kitchen? In a kitchen, exactly. So what are you gonna do with that? You know, and I think now that you have women out here getting these degrees and they got yeah, rights and. Been getting- educated and mm. shit like that. We and got these laws and stuff protecting them where ain't that the truth. You can't be beating them and shit all the time Hell anymore. Yep. No, you can't be doing that bullshit. And yep. they got laws now where if, even if he's stubborn and he'd be like, I ain't signing shit. She'd be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She can literally divorce you without you signing papers. Yeah. There used to be a time where a woman would find a number in your pocket and then she would get hysterical and you could just grab her by the shoulders and slap her and smack her and say, get a hold of yourself. That, those days are over. <laughs> yeah, them, yeah, them, them days, them days is long gone, son. She fuck around and punch your ass back nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got rights. Like, bad man, like, get it together, Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> get a hold of yourself. Like, yeah. Those days are over, man. Yeah, so he blows cigarette smoke in her face and yeah. drinks his whiskey. Now they show up, it's like, hey. This is, uh, the, not only are you cheating on me, but this is not your child. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like hey, and that become a TV show. Yeah. She just pulled out her yeah. 2013 card and nothing you can do. It's like 2013. You're like, fuck, you got rights. Yeah. Not yeah. What I can't say about my situation was that it, there was, there was no, um, no venom in it. It was just a, you know, we just, we just went our own ways. That's yeah, good, man. Like, so if you see her out, like, does she still live in the city or she moved? Yeah, or? yeah, she's still around. So do you ever see her out and, 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 like, is it cool or is it like, don't speak to me, motherfucker? No, I haven't, I haven't seen her out, but okay. we, we've talked a couple times and it's still just cool. So there it is, man. Nothing always, wrong with that. I always feel like, and I don't know how you fellas feel about this, but I always feel like a breakup isn't really, uh, final or like, it doesn't sink in until you see them with someone else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 now that you bring that up. Yeah. I, uh, I kind of had that situation where I was after we had been d- divorced and shit for a while. I was at a, at a little restaurant with another female and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the word got back to her and she called me on it. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's, that's when it sinks in. I think that's when it sinks in. She still got spies out there after you or what? <laughs> well, I, you know, because I, I, I did say that, too. I was like, well, you, you you asked me about who I was with. You might even ask, need to ask your friends why they calling you with that. You know. But, she's you she's know. like uh, Cersei from uh, Game of Thrones. She got spies everywhere. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she got spies, various up there talking in uh, hushed tones about you. Just, 
Montoya. I saw Lord, uh, Lord Montoya's in the garden <laughs> with, 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 with the Stark girl. <laughs> Look, I should not take that hole into my house. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him. I saw I saw him in the Waffle House with the Stark girl. What was uh, what was going on with that? Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like that's when it sinks in, though. The first time you really see them with someone else is when you really know how you feel about it and if you're truly over it. Because, um, you know, a lot of people play that game, and I shouldn't even say a lot of people. Almost everybody plays this game where you break up, and it's the uh, it's it's the up or down game. And it's one. Did she upgrade herself? Yes. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> That's number yep, one. Yep, yep. It's like you start looking for stuff like weight loss, uh, putting yep. on makeup, <laughs> getting Get her fit. hair done. Say what, Karen? I said, yeah, getting fit. Did she pick up an extra Zumba classes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you start you looking know, at that shit. Did, with them tight yoga pants. Then you have uh, the number two thing you look for. Did they try to upgrade on whoever they're dealing with dating? Why? So it's like. You know, if I'm a janitor and she dating a lawyer, it's like, fuck, she got yeah, me. That's a number lost. one. He lost. He <laughs> lost, man. You that's want... number one for me. Man. I have a girl. Uh, I have an ex on Facebook. Like, we, we've we been broken up for a while. But through the magic of Facebook, mm-hmm. we hooked, uh, you know, back to uh, Facebook. Up, but she sees my Facebook. And the only reason why we follow each other, so we can see who's doing better. Yeah. That's the only reason why. It's the game, dog. Like, you have to. Yeah, she put up a picture. I'm like, oh, be careful, be careful. You don't hear me. Hold on. (laughs) And then I go put a picture up of me just looking fly, and I'm like, yeah, take that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I always think about that. Like, uh, how many people are actually friends, quote unquote, on Facebook? But it's only so y'all can check up on each other and like. You know, like people sitting up there in the gym doing like, you know what? I'm gonna do two more squats uh, today. <laughs> you know, two more sets of ten, then I'm gonna post this shit online because that bitch ain't right. getting over on me. Hey, that's how they yeah. how they I'm gonna show that bitch one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shooting this two. <laughs> Keep you motivated. It's like yeah. I got. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna get these abs right, then I'm gonna be taking uh taking pictures with my shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Let her know what she missing. Check in on Facebook. Right. Check in on Facebook and just wait for the update. Right. Be ch- checking <laughs> in. It's like uh Montoya's checked in at the gym again. Second time today. Let's yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny, man. Um all right, man. So you guys are listening to the Blackout Tips podcast. Obviously, uh you can find us at theblackouttips.com. Uh, follow us on iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher, all that stuff. Find all the contact information at the About section of the Black Guy Tips. Uh, we appreciate everybody that, uh, you know, spreads the word about the show. We have donations there at theblackguytips.com. So we appreciate everybody that donates to the show, recurrent or one time. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, your money all goes to uh, keeping the show keeping the ship afloat basically mm-hmm. keeping our lives afloat um so uh don't forget to do that don't forget to put your email in and subscribe stuff like that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball, bullet ball screen. Screen. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to do that shit y'all, y'all got to excuse me man yeah i knew i had to wait a beat i was like you know yeah. just I always wait a beat give them a second you know y'all guys hopped right on top of that man i appreciate it yeah like i just just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and this show is sponsored. Woohoo! Uh, it's sponsored by. Um, actually, let me play my sexy music because you know we can't just can't just uh, 
say to the sponsor, you gotta gotta have sex music and read my copy. Uh oh. I say we ought to have it memorized by now. I do have it memorized, but I like to read it out the paper anyway. Fellas and ladies, are you looking for uh, you know some spiciness in your bedroom situation? Yeah, hmm? this will get you going. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover in the genitalia area? Uh-huh. With an adult toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. <laughs> Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you will get 50% off of just about any item. Half. That's like what Montoya's wife got. Think about it. <laughs> but that's not But that's not all. Oh, no. Oh, no. When you select one item at 50% off, you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift, so sensual, I can't even mention it on the radio. Shh. And to top it all off, you don't have to deal with talking to annoying, boring, drunk women in the club. No, you don't. And you get free shipping on your entire order. So serious. No, they You don't have to buy them drinks or anything. No. What you can do is that when they start talking, just put that dildo in her mouth and say, suck this. Yeah. And you can hit fast forward on the DVDs and everything. Yes, you can. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you type in the code TBGWT. When you go check out, get your three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just put in the code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. So, hey, I got to have to check them out, man. Yes, do it, man. It's worth it. I done bought a couple of things from their website since y'all been promoting it, man. Yeah. And they are prompt. Yes, and they the are. And mm-hmm. and everything, man. And, and it's cheap. Yes, it's so it is. Cheap. Like yes, for is. a newly divorced man or a single man, um, if you're using uh, protection, hopefully you guys are out there using protection, man, you can get condoms by the bulk for half off. Yes, you can. You know, at that yes. rate, man, you can take some, half of them, use it for water balloons. It don't matter. It's all just free money. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a lot of opportunity, man. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. And you can get a bunch of DVDs, you know, with white folks fucking. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you want to see, you know, white people with good lighting, uh, actual boom mics and... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> makeup, makeup on their asses. Lotion. Period Lotion. pieces. Yeah, lotions, you yeah, know. ain't going to be no ash. It ain't going to be fucking in sneakers and white socks. Yeah, so make sure you guys handle that, man. We appreciate everybody that does. Let's talk about some random we thoughts. And... Oh, but before Okay, you... go ahead, Karen. Before you uh, move on, y'all. Hey, fucking shit. Just go ahead. <laughs> I wonder what else that dude wanted to say. Like, I wonder if that, that news dude had other offensive shit that he normally says before a broadcast for good luck. Like, uh, nigger camera told Jesus. He's like, what? This is my ritual. This is yeah. what I do. I say something offensive, and then we start the show. It's good luck. He just got caught on. <laughs> right. Yeah, he just got caught on. He got camera. caught on conversation, gay fucking shit that one time and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, Kike Santa Claus, uh, nigger jungles. What? Oh, oh, we're on oh, the cameras on. You didn't tell me. <laughs> Here we go again. You didn't put up the red light. Third job this week. Uh, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. What were you, what were you saying? Oh, about the, the drunk chicks. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl, and I don't even like to deal with the drunk chicks. Uh, when uh, Me and Roger used to go to the bar watching fantasy football. This is when I really started in, uh, interacting with the drunk chicks. 
And there's nothing worse than you trying to like watch a football game and and the, and the drunk chick come and she be like, "Hi, uh, how are you doing? Uh, you like football? Yes." Um, and you looking at her like, and I understand how dudes feel because I give her that side. I like, bitch, it's fifty five TVs and. I won't see if Agents and Peterson gonna score me a touchdown. What yeah. you're talking about is not fucking interesting at all. That's when I realized that not all women, but some women are just annoying drunk. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear about your boyfriend. I don't want to hear about how y'all broke up. I don't want to hear about how he's not looking at you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about how you think he's he's watching the waitress's tits at the bar. Yeah. I don't want to hear about that, bitch. I came to watch football. Like drunk women's uh boyfriend is one of the like hottest one of the hottest topics on their mind um also another thing that 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 happens too with drunk women is they start thinking about sad shit yes and it'd be all sad next thing you know next thing you know she crying and shit you're like the fuck just happened i thought i was getting pussy and now i'm playing dr phil now you consoling right I'm sure it's okay that you said that to your mom. I mean, you were only 12. It's like, (laughs) God damn, man. This is a a boner fucking reducing ass conversation. And the worst part about it, I'm like, fuck, you spent, I spent 15 to $20 to park. Mm -hmm. All my drinks is $10 and up. I'm buying this expensive ass food out here at this bar. And now I got to look at your tears. I really don't know how dudes do it. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like I've, I've been at bars before when the chick gets like white girl wasted and like, I remember I was at a bar one time. A chick got so wasted, she fell down at standing at the bar. Oh, shit. And right when she fell down, a dude, uh, like a bunch of dudes surrounded her like sharks in the swimming pool. Just like, like oh, my God. Wow. Right, can, show them in the water. Can I, show them in the water. Mm-hmm. Can I buy you a drink? Can I buy you a drink? What about you need a yeah. drink, ma'am? You need a drink? It's like the one thing she doesn't need more of is drinks. drinks. But right. then, you know, also what I keep thinking in my mind is like, I don't care if it was the hottest chick you can imagine in the world. I don't want to fuck her drunk because that just seemed like a charge to me. It just seemed like uh, I'm playing dice. I'm rolling the dice with my life. I'm going to wake up in the morning and it's going to be like, uh, what's your name? Uh, My name is Rod. What? What's your name? My name is you rape me and the police will be here in 15 (laughs) minutes. I know it's so right. Right. You know, I was gonna say, but that's the only way you could slip the Molly in her drink, Rob. Right. Oh, true. 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 You know, that's the only way. Like my boys will have a story and be like, "Yeah, I took this chick home one night, man. She was so fucked up. She and this this is my white guy voice because these white dudes. Um, but it's like she was so fucked up, man. <laughs> she threw up in my car. I had to pull over and stop oh. it. And it's like, you know, the end of the story is like, well, I didn't fuck her, but I'm like, but you was going to, and she was that fucked up that she was throwing up in your car. You were planning on putting your dick inside of that. There's no way that that was cool, man. Like you were gambling with your life, even if you're not, uh, you know, the kind of person that's really thinking about like, oh, well, you know, a woman's right and all this shit and consent. Even if you're not thinking of that, just think about, I don't know, prison. Ain't that mm-hmm. the truth? Yeah. Slip the Molly down, thing- rape it. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I, I like, I, I kind of like about if I'm going to get a woman, uh, you know, sauced up, mm-hmm. I want that, like, on, uh, God damn, I forgot that damn uh, movie now, but, you know, I want to be the, that to be the excuse the next day sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, what happened? Oh, well, we were drinking, you know, and, you know. Hey. Yeah, it's a fine we line. We fun. It's a fine you line know? between, like, getting I tipsy know. and having a good time 
and then that other side of that where yeah, next she, thing you know is take that music and you fucking uh going going downtown in handcuffs like it's a fine line <laughs> so just be careful Real fine line and hey, all... i'm gonna never hear that the same again now <laughs> <laughs> take, that, take, that. take that music take that music <laughs> um what are you gonna say karen i'm sorry no and i and i think for me when it comes to that oz are if she's throwing up and puking just, just say no. Just, just, yeah, just say yeah, no. Yeah, it's not a cool story, bro. It's really no. Not. And my thing, maybe it's just me. I want to remember my fucking. I can't, I can't explain this to nobody else. I don't want to be blacked out. I want to remember every inch of that penis. I don't want to be like, well, do I remember? Was it good? Was it no? I want to remember the experience. Yeah. Um, another thing that happened yesterday. I was playing basketball after the show. Um, and uh, I went for a steal, and a dude was like kind of swinging wildly you know how some niggas dribble like all extra wild and shit trying to do these moves ah. i went for the you steal and look, look, you talking you, you you talking about me go ahead okay so I, I went for the no, steal because i've been said i can't i can play basketball but i can't play but go ahead you sound kind of like he was a, about, he was a little out of control i uh, went for the steal mm-hmm. and he swung with his offhand because he was scared i was gonna steal it and hit me in my mouth by accident with his wrist and my tooth went through my bottom lip. Oh. And um a couple of things. Number one, I was like, um, nothing was funny at that moment. No. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. all the humor in the situation completely escaped me because I was like, Yeah, that feels like mm-hmm, I'm Pain. bleeding on both sides of my lip. That and, felt like a punch. Yeah. <laughs> everybody kept salt. everybody kept going, Are you okay? I'm like that's a song. You know what's funny too is like I have a mouth injury and everybody keeps asking me questions. I don't want to talk. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey man, you all right, man? You all right? I'm like, okay. mm-hmm. You all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wave off. Do that wave off. Yeah, that's I did the wave off like for three minutes. Like, uh, it's like, hey man, like you bleeding? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you break your hand. They want to get your dab. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's like I'm. I actually I don't want to use this organ right now. It's fucked up. Yeah, and, and the funny part about it, I didn't even realize it. And I I was looking at Roger like a little kid. I was like, what, what happened? I don't understand. Why why, why are you bleeding? Why, why are you in these aids <laughs> Yeah, it's, it wouldn't stop bleeding. <laughs> it wouldn't stop bleeding for a while. And then also like a true fucking um, asshole, I finished the game and was determined to hit the game winning shot just to prove my point. I don't know what that meant in that moment. But for me, it meant everything to be it like meant everything. Yeah, it's like now get the fuck off my court. Your mouth hitting motherfucker. But I don't even like. <laughs> obviously, it was an accident. He didn't mean to do it. Like I have no idea what why I had to stay on the court and hit that Not shot. Me game set match. Fuck this. All right, sub. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm know, gone. Dog. He probably meant that, dog. I, I, I I've seen cats play on the court and they they do that shit on purpose, man. Oh, I think what it is is um, there's a certain level of person where they don't have that good of handles and they're not confident in it, and so uh, they reflexively throw up their offhand because they're scared they're gonna get ripped all the time. Okay, and it was it looked more reflex because I think if it would have been planned out, I, if I thought it was planned out, I would have probably like I don't know did something because in the moment when you're hurt, you're not thinking rationally. No, you're not. You know, as a yeah. as a grown man, what was crazy though is I don't know if you guys do this, but I have like this inside voice that's just in my head and it took over immediately. Right? Like I like it was like, 
ouch and then my, my voice in my head i was like man i should fuck this dude up and then my voice in my head yep. like, yeah. <laughs> I just about to slap yep. the platinum voice that's it yeah but the voice in my head immediately came in and calmed shit down like once i turned to adult i don't know when this shit happened but it kicked in and it was like okay rod you've been hit in the mouth and your tooth has gone through your lip now calm down all right Get Think focused. about the situation, yes. There's no way he did it on purpose. You know this guy. He's a nice guy. You're friends. You talk all the time. That you don't want to hurt him. Now, listen. First, right. It's just, it's just, it probably went through. You might need stitches. So you're going to need, you're going to need to get this looked at right away. Uh, also, um, man voice. don't cry in front of everybody. Don't be no bitch. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be no bitch. Don't be no bitch. It's like your eyes are watering. Hold those tears back. Don't let these men yeah. see you cry. <laughs> You might have to cancel the show. You might not be able to talk tomorrow, so try not to talk too much. You know, shit like that. You know, it's like you probably won't be able to kiss your wife for a while. Shit like, like it immediately started thinking rational <laughs> thoughts that made me calm the fuck down. I went and sat down, got off the court, and left. And you know, uh, my boys are there and shit. I dapped them up. It was like I'm out. Uh, gotta you know, gotta check this out. I twittered everybody and said, "Hey man, if your tooth goes through your bottom lip, uh, does that is that something that needs stitches?" And uh never ask Twitter for information, people. That's all. Don't do it. Uh, don't you do it. Like I got AIDS. You got AIDS. All the people just like, what? I just asked you about my tooth. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how magic got it. I got actually got yeah. two um two put some tussins on it. Oh shit. <laughs> Tussin solved everything. Hey. That was yeah. country nigga shit. <laughs> That's country nigga ain't shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't be putting tussing on mouth sores, can you? Anyway, um, the other thing too was uh, I got was uh, it's gonna get infected, so I got that. That was nice. Thanks, buddy. Uh, <laughs> another one was like uh, just go to a minor emergency facility, dot not a ER room, uh, and then they, they might can help you if you need stitches or something. They cheaper. And uh, what I decided was I was going to go home and uh, put a Band-Aid over my mouth and put some uh, uh, all the, like, antiseptic or whatever the shit is. Like, put all that shit on there and um, just see what happens. So so you sugar off like that dude that got bit by the snake. Yeah, I I ran two kilometers (laughs) with snake poison in me. And uh, I was like, I should be fine. Uh, yeah. but yeah, man, I'm just telling y'all, dude, that shit shook me up, man. Like I, even now it still hurts a little bit, but, um, the other thing too, is I, I like, uh, you know, whenever shit like this happens, there's always a voice in my head that is like, what would my dad do? Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like going to the hospital would make me be a bitch. So I didn't go. <laughs> Yep, yep. Oh, Lord. We suffer so bad. I'm the same way. I got a pinky now. I knocked out a socket playing basketball. <laughs> and uh, I just I just put that motherfucker back in place and kept playing. <laughs> and and when it happened again, I just said, I'm, I'm done. And I went home. I ain't went to the doctor for that shit. I can't bend this motherfucker straight now. It's so, it's so bad, man. It's not a good thing to do. But is that, that is, is that a penis thing? Cause my punk ass be like, Oh, I'm going to the doctor. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, Cause I, I don't go, I don't like to go to doctors anyway, man. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's the part of it. It's, it's the pride and the part of the inconvenience of going. Like, like you said, Rod, I think my, my pops, man, my pops would be like, 
Oh, boy, just go and lay down and walk that shit off, man. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You right. know, just, that, that's what I think. I just think, oh, my, now my pops gonna call me a bitch because I want to call it, you know, because I want to go to the hospital. Walk but that shit my off, nigga. Yeah, yeah, walk that shit out. But my toe is bleeding. I can't, I can't even walk. I'm sitting over here like, uh, can you go to the hospital for one stitch? Does that make you a bitch? If you get one stitch? It's like, they just gonna look at my shit and laugh at me like, you really came to the ER for this bullshit? And I'm be like, but my toe went through my mouth. They're gonna be like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, well that lady over there, she's dying from pneumonia. Um, but (laughs) we'll put you in line, you know, after the guy who got a gerbil stuck up his ass, cause this is less of an emergency (laughs) than that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, one time, man, I I uh I cut my toe real bad on the concrete, man. I scrubbed it playing basketball barefoot, and so, man, I was dripping blood Country all the way into the house. Oh my! Oh, yes. Here you go, here you go. And so I, I went into the house dripping this blood. My mama said, "Don't you drip that blood on my kitchen floor?" Mm-hmm. I had to turn around and, and figure out another way to do the shit. So yeah. Since then, I don't want to go to the doctor. Yeah. I'm gonna figure it out. When I was a kid, I fell off my bike head first, got a concussion. It was right in my back, like right in the house that's behind my back, my, my, my backyard. So I walked through my neighbor's house. I left my bike in the street. I was fucked up. I, I, I walked right through that back, through that front yard, right into my backyard, uh, walking to the house, uh, heads bleeding and shit. And my dad is like, what happened? And I said, I fell off my bike. And he said, okay, don't go to sleep. He laid me on the couch and he just made sure I didn't go to sleep in that concussion and shit like that. I always think about like, yo, my dad wouldn't have panicked. You know, that inside voice would have came over. Now, I don't know if parents still had these skills or what. I don't know when parents pick up these skills or any of this shit. It's like they just fucking know, man. Like, you know, dad is like, okay, yeah, you, you tripped on some glass. Okay, let me go get the tweezers. Then we're going to put some, uh, peroxide on it and then uh raise your foot and it's like i don't know how they know but they fucking know man nigga daddy just ain't want to go to the doctor either that's all that you you, he in there watching the uh the game you outside playing you come in hurt on a sunday you think he finna take your ass to the hospital bro yeah. Nah. Rod, Rod comes his ass and fuck himself. Yeah, this nigga going. I'm trying to sit in here and watch the game. And- <laughs> yeah, that's all it is, really. Like, as an adult now, I realize that. Like, all my dad was thinking was, nigga, the Rockers are playing the Bulls. But yeah. in, but yeah. in my in my kid head, I was like, how does he know that all it takes to get over a concussion is stay awake? He's so smart. Yeah, y'all put some ice on. Stay awake. Put some ice on it. Yeah, y'all make. You go to sleep on my kitchen floor. (laughs) (laughs) You better not die in here. I've been injured. I've been injured, and I I had had, um, my mom tell me not to go to sleep, and it got mad at me because I was going to sleep. I was like, Ma, I can't help it. This is naturally happening. Like I'm not going to sleep out of spite. You know. Well, that's what that's what's so crazy. Uh, That's what's so crazy, Cal. I have never been more sleepy in my life, <laughs> but I was, but as sleepy as I was with that concussion, I was more scared of my dad. <laughs> like, like I was like, I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live. Fuck this. I'm gonna wake him up. My dad be like, you ain't fall asleep. Is you? No, sir. I'm a man. So. See, and you know, y'all made out of something different. Cause I think, and, and I know some tough women too. Cause my mama like that. She basically got to be coughing up her lung before she take her ass to the hospital. I think, yeah, that, that ain't nothing to play with. I think too, that women are kind of raised to go to the doctor. You go for your annuals. Like it's almost instilled as you go to the doctor. 
uh but for me no my not my punk ass roger let you know in heartbeat i am out i'm calling 911 we getting this shit fixed yeah no thank you like i remember there was a, a year where i was pretty sure playing basketball uh i had a like a tear in the lining like where my ribs are because it was like hurting everywhere oh. every time i breathe for like three weeks and um I was like, I'm not going to the hospital for this shit because I don't want to be no bitch. And Walk I that shit off, nigga. And it's like <laughs> the the catch twenty two of the shit is, um, like while women are like, you know, that's not good. You should no. do this, that, and the other. On the other hand, if they was married to the kind of nigga that was going to the hospital for like these finger cuts and shit. They would think he was a bitch. So it's like you can't win as a man. Yeah. It's, it's like how women are like, you know, uh, it's okay for men to open up and to be such and such. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, um, I actually want to talk to you about this because now uh, I've just been thinking lately. And, uh, yeah. Uh, niggas, you crying? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I was just, you know, my my father back when I was young and then I did some stuff. Yeah, but don't be no bitch about it. I mean, I just need somebody that will change a tire around here and occasionally uh listen to my stories about that bitch at work i don't really need right. crying when they're talking they want you to be sensitive when they're talking yeah that's what it is don't nobody want to hear your problem yeah if you came in the house wow. crying like drake every day you'd be divorced in like three weeks dog. Nah, man you, you be done. <laughs> i don't need you crying like drake every day but i understand that men are emotional man, also you know, if I turn around and you got Drake playing on when I walk in, mm. but naked, crying, sobbing, we might need to talk. Yeah, see, I think y'all believe that, but y'all don't really believe that. Like, y'all think y'all know, y'all think y'all believe it. It's like when dudes say shit like, listen, girl, I just want to know what's on your mind 24-7. I listen to you all day, you know. I, I everything you say is important to me. No, it ain't. And, and then once they start talking, you be like, shut the fuck up oh my god how can you keep talking yeah i know i can talk well that's how i think women are when it comes to one yeah that's what i don't miss (laughs) (laughs) see and i think i think men i I think some men i think some men think like that right like it's the woman you never get tired of but then there's also women that think that too like oh it's fine you know if a dude just wants to um you know, be emotional sometimes, open up, but it's like, not really. Nobody wants to no, talk to that no, motherfucker. No. So, you know, anyway, I'm not discouraging people to go to the hospital. Let me just go real quick. Like, I I would go out a lot before I uh, finally decided to settle down. And I told my, my, my wife, I was like, look, man, I'm going to settle down. I'm going to stop going out so much. I'm going to uh, chill and just play video games like I like, man. And just be in the house and, you know, and watch. watch uh, I had just got Netflix. I was like, I'm going to be in the house and just watch Netflix and chill. After a while, that shit, it was cool at first. After a while, that shit got old. She's like, nigga, so you're not going to go outside? Is that what that means? Or... <laughs> <laughs> right. You go outside and do some stuff. <laughs> it's like when people, are, when you first fall in love, it's like, we're going to do everything together. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go to the movies together. Oh, what, whatever you, face, you want to go to the grocery store? Wherever you go, I want to be there. You. you know, and and it's just like at some point you get to that point where you like, yeah um no i want to do some shit that you don't want to do yeah so i think people are like that about dudes too where it's like you know uh be sensitive and do all this shit but it's like part of manly shit is some dumb shit like part of being a man is some of the some of the dumb shit so that that that, that's true too but i guess but i guess my thing as a woman i want an alive man too 
yeah well i wasn't gonna die from my two going i not i'm that. not i'm not to the point of stupidity with my shit like i won't be sitting in the house like i'm dying but i'm strong like nah, i'm not yeah. stupid with it but i mean little shit like uh your two goes through your lip um yeah you gotta man up you just gotta do it nothing personal ladies um <laughs> speaking yeah. of speaking of manning up mm-hmm. what's that what's that Jay- jason collins Hey, NBA center yep. uh, came out today and said the same thing. Lil B said, "I'm gay." Yeah, and but uh, he really meant it, and it wasn't just I, now. I was just gonna say, I believe Jason Collins more though. Mm-hmm. I do yeah. too. The people at uh, the people at my basketball court had very mixed opinions about this today. Um, oh, my oh, boy, what, what happened? Uh, my boy, be real quick, y'all talk. Hold on. <laughs> My boy Ty said that uh, he was able to get 12 seasons worth of free booty shots by looking in the locker room. Um, <laughs> which, wrong with Ty? Which, uh, to, to some extent, I do understand what he meant, but I mean, if he was openly gay, it's not like, I mean, what can you do about it? You know what I mean? It's not like niggas gonna not take showers and shit because he gay. I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, and then uh the, the the other thing was um you know we had people that were like well is he doing this uh cuz he's a free agent and he's trying to get a new contract um and that's an interesting point because i wonder if um being a free agent if that would make him more attractive on the market or not he's a 34 year old 7 foot center but the thing that everyone seems to be glossing over in all of the conversation about him is that Jason Collins is sorry as shit so like there's actually a legit reason to not sign him next season with him just being sorry and there's also a legit reason you know to sign him if you're trying to make some gay dollars or something if you feel like that's a big thing mm-hmm. hey, there's yeah. a lot of gay money out there man. whole lot uh but I, break but I really feel like for a guy of his caliber is not for a team like there's like if say Sacramento sign him next season to a one year contract, I don't feel like they're gonna be touring around the city to city making a raking in all the gay dollars. Like it really seems like uh it's inconsequential because he's just not a high profile enough player. And yeah. um and, and he's I not you know, he's never gonna be, you know. I they'll sell tickets at their stadium. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll be it. Like, like people, because, you know, they're like, all right, man, let's go see the, the, the gay dude, you know. And there'll be some hype around that. But other than that, he's just going to be a, a, a another king. Uh, if the Sacramento Kings are still around. It, right. I don't know what happened with that. But yeah. he's still going to be a king at the end of the day once they leave their city. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we had people come out and support, which was cool. Uh, you had Kobe come out and tweet something, and everybody forgot that Kobe said faggot on national TV at this ref hey. one time. Like, yes, it it's like hey that happened uh, like when he came out and was the first to support i was like smart move buddy real smart you yeah. need to get that you yeah. need to get that homophobia rep off of you and anyway. what else is he doing yeah you, i yeah. had somebody on twitter come and it was like i wonder what tim hardaway say like tim hardaway was just gonna come beat him up automatically right. i was like i don't, it, it, I don't know i feel I mean, like don't say the dude's day I, it, the the guy is gay tim can't right. say too much about it and when he did that he kind of came he had a whole come around uh mentally where he just said you know i said that i i 
felt that, but now nah, I don't feel that way. Well, so you know I what it is. I'm saying thing. You know what it is too. Uh, if you had to pick a gay experience, right, of all the different gay experiences in the world, I feel like a seven foot tall athletic black man is pretty much the best gay experience because you better not bring that shit to my face, nigga. Like you will get fucked up. Like people going to save all that. You faggot, all that shit. They going to save that. Right. On the internet. (laughs) Exactly. Talking at his waist. You can tweet that. You can tweet that, that shit. Yeah. But, um, I have a hard time imagining he's going to be out at at a, at a, at a bar and five foot 10, uh, Mitch Jones from, uh, you know, Wisconsin is going to be like, yeah, uh, you, you flaming queer and then get yoked the fuck up. It's, it's like, uh, that time that they had the malice at the palace and the dude that yeah. looked like turtle from Honorage ran onto the court and then he, <laughs> he realized that, that Negroes are much you, bigger. You fucking with a real nigga. Right. It was much bigger. He started his ass. with tall niggas. Yeah, in section, uh, 113. Hmm? I said, looks maybe deceiving. Well, in section 113, row double H. They look a little smaller. Jermaine, yes, they o- do. Jermaine O'Neal looks like he's about five foot two. And, mm-hmm. and on, when you're on court side or on the court and this dude is doing a sliding fucking Kamehameha punch to your face, <laughs> all, all of a sudden you realize it's a big ass dude. And I feel like that, uh, that's how Jason Collins is going to get treated. You're going to have a lot of people who yeah. are like, uh, I don't uh, want it with you. you. Get- basically um you know but i had some thoughts on the shit um first of all um uh people i was like so does this mean that his brother is gay because they share the same dna and i don't know anything about science so you got twin that- brother <laughs> now that i feel well, i'll guess to me that that that's it's automatically assumed i mean that you know his brother might have something going on over there but mm. Uh, that's me, and I don't know about genes either, right? You asked the wrong person. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was thinking about, uh, could this be a start of a new trend? Basketball husbands? Oh, no. Oh, oh I watched that. Mm-hmm. On the low boat channel. Yeah, on the, oh, VH1 even. I watch it. Yeah, VH1 yeah. is so just, all on that Just two one. sassy athletes throwing drinks on each other. That's yes. What's gonna, that's what it's going to be. All right. Yeah. Well, not even them. It's their, it's their boyfriends and jump-offs and shit that'll be on there. Oh, that's right. That's you know what I'm saying? Being like, oh, you know, um, J- Jason Collins is my man. And also I'm throwing a charity event. And then like, I love seeing gay dudes fight. Like that shit is epic, especially a battle of words. There's nothing better. That shit's like watching heavyweight <laughs> boxing, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they really dominated that. Say that again, yeah. Cal. I say that really dominated that, that, that hurting a person with words. Mm-hmm. A gay dude will break your ass down, man. Yeah, I, I'm not doing it. Uh, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not. That's, I'm not a, that's a losing battle. Dude, yeah, big no. black women, uh, gay dudes on my list of people I never ever wanted with in public in a verbal spar. Never. Let them have it, let them have it and let it go. They'll say some shit that'll hurt you. Like, you'll be thinking about that shit three days later. Like, yo, man, do, you, do I really not wear my pants right? Like it'll right. be something like ah! something that'll stick with you forever. Like, right. is 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 it too old? Am I too old to be wearing um jogging pants? Is that a thing? Y'all got a pee head for real? You just be in the shower with the water raining down, and you're just thinking about this. Yeah, shit. Like, hey, that, man. man, that's real. That's real. <laughs> How do you? Hey, but on the cool, yeah. I've seen some uh, I've seen some gay dudes whoop somebody's ass. Oh, that's that's they're also on my list of people I'm never fighting in real life too. By the way. Oh. 
Oh, he was especially a in a pack. Mm-hmm. You don't mess with him in a pack. I think I, I seen a, a YouTube video there. Is that what you're referring to, my toys? No, I'm talking about real world experience. Yeah, me too. My, oh. at, at, at work, man, I came across that shit in a. Uh, and, and the dude that they whooped on was some old big old ass six three two forty ass dude, but these two gay dudes put that shit on it. Well, there's a few things about fighting the gay dude. Number one, they fight unorthodox, so yeah. all your training goes out the window. I'm, I'm They're awkward, you know. Ah! Like I'm, I'm used to the queen's rules of boxing. You know what I mean? I'm used to uh fighting. Right. Fighting. I feel you. I'm, mean, you know, I, I square up. I get my shoulders right. You know, I got my arms in the defensive yeah, position. Like that. Next thing you know, you getting a rainstorm of fists and windmills and scratches. Ain't shit a nigga can do about that. <laughs> you go to panic I move. I feel you. And a whole you lot of. You weren't trained to dodge that shit. You weren't trained to dodge it. That's right. What it you know, like, and you don't want what to do because. <laughs> Like, if it was a woman coming at you like that, you think, like, oh, I'm going to grab her hands and, like, tell her. But this is a woman style of fighting, but with the strength of a man. You, It's, it's right. impossible. It's impossible. Right. Um, and number two, they are on the high-risk, low-reward scale of beating somebody up. Exactly. You beat them up, now you're somebody a homophobe. It might be a hate crime. And, yep. you know, number two, even if you beat them up in a fair one and everything's cool, people are going to be like, so you the dude that beat up that gay dude? Yes, sir. You can't what, what you bragging about? Right. Yeah. You can't brag on that. Yeah, you can't tell nobody about this shit. It can't be like, man, I whooped this gay dude's ass, man. He was coming at me, load of fist, right. and everybody's going to be like, ain't trying to hear that. what? Yeah, this gay dude, man, he was talking shit, and I whooped his ass. He was gay, though. Yeah, he was gay, though, mm. for real. <laughs> mm. I see your yeah. point. You brag, you bragging over here? Yeah. You telling, <laughs> yeah. You telling people about this, man? You might have been, been a hate crime, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember two of my white friends got in a fight over a taxi with some, uh, Indian kids and they were telling me this story, oh. how, how awesome it was. And I waited till they finished the whole story and I was like, you know, that was a hate crime and I just walked off. <laughs> they never told that story again, dog. Let's never go. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, you got basketball husbands. Uh, then, uh, the other, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Kev. Oh, I was saying that's a good pitch for a show, man. I'd, I'd watch that. Yeah. You, I, gotta make too. It, you got, you can't make it just basketball. You got to make it basketball husbands of Atlanta and now, then basketball husbands of New York. Yeah, right. You got to, people, uh, well, it'll uh, probably be like San Francisco. I was just going to say, you better start off yeah, the same. Yeah. Brand. It'd probably be some, some yeah. Seattle and shit. Uh, Atlanta for sure. Um, uh, the, mm-hmm. the other thing I was thinking too, man, is there was a couple weird things going on, like serious shit. I don't think players are the problem. We keep talking about mm-hmm. the players being nah, the problem. I think they're a lot more accepting. Yeah, I don't think players credit. Right, I don't think they give a fuck. No, as long as you winning and you doing whatever your job and you playing defense, offense, or whatever, they could care less. Well, not just that, but at the end of the day, talking about a bunch of rich ass niggas. This is nothing to them. Ain't that Hon- the truth? Honestly, you know what I mean. It's like, a job. It's, it's a, a job. It's a job where they get paid to do shit for a lot of money. I don't think they will be as much of an issue as fans. I think fans. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I agree. Are way more ridiculous. If you don't believe me, go on ESPN and read any article about this dude, and then read the comment section. The Ain't that true? Comments. Hmm. That's where the real America lies. I've been saying that, man. That's that exactly. That is the real America right there, the comment section. If you want to feel fucked up about an article, scroll down and then read what people said about it. Like, I don't even go there sometimes, man. I'm like, 
I like this story. It's positive, and I'm just gonna keep it at that. I'm not yep. gonna look yeah, down. Yeah, I don't even read the comments. Not this page. Yeah, it's not like Jalen Rose is in the comment section. Kobe Bryant is in the comment section. That's just regular ass Joe Schmo working at the power plant commenting and and that's the shit that's scary to me um yeah him him being mad thinking that the uh, gay is gonna affect him watching his game with his boys yeah i saw uh i think it was lz granderson is his name i'm not sure but i saw him uh if i take somebody right or something sure but um uh i saw <laughs> him commenting on it on outside the lines i think and it was weird because he was using religion to defend like jason collins like well you know religion is really about accepting people and this that and the other and i'm like if you are supporting jason collins don't even bring up religion right like it's just a human rights issue and that's it because the same people who are going to argue against him are going to use religion and, and now you're getting into a bigger philosophical discussion about what does religion mean and mm-hmm. what does the bible say and what are you supposed to do with it your interpretation of yeah it. leave religion out of it just talk about the idea of can this man be this way quote unquote and 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 exist in society just leave it at that don't like don't sidetrack this shit uh in my opinion like i, I feel like that's crazy um I was watching Sports Center all day as soon as they announced it, and they kept yeah, it showing. right around lunch. I came home at the right time. I was like, "Oh shit, Twitter's blowing up about this." And they kept showing highlights of Jason Collins' plays, like you were gonna be able to see the gay in them. And oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what the right. hell is wrong with them? Yeah, me like he's like, no, look, if you go right here, you go look for the shot, and then he just glitter bomb. Dude. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> now you see. You see when he. Hey, now now see when he dunked it, and then like you, now you see that rainbow. You see that rainbow right there. Like, uh-huh. why are we looking at this uh-huh. nigga's highlights? He averages three points. He has two highlights a year. Stop. Look at his mouth. Look at his mouth. He said, hey. Right. Nobody was worried about this cat. Nobody was worried about this cat. Right. Why is he posting up so long? You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. And then the the last thing I'll say, because somebody hit me up and was like, so his genetically identical twin brother isn't gay too? Hmm? What's, is he? I thought he was supposed to be born that way. And here's what I got to say about that. Why is it so important that we understand why somebody is gay? The fuck doesn't matter, man. It, it doesn't matter. They are gay the end. It's not like if you, it's not like if you could figure out like, look, being gay is a choice. Like you're going to talk them out of it. Like, word, well, let me stop. Let me put this dick down. Well, shit, my bad, dog. I, <laughs> I don't know what got into me other than this dick. My fault. Like, look, the, it's not some shit you're into. You can't understand it. Fine. The end. It, it, it doesn't mean that we have to turn it into like, uh, confess nigga tell me why you sucking these dicks i don't want to know <laughs> that that's my point it's like why, why, why do i give a damn why do i give a damn who you sleeping with because that's to it to me that's all gay is right who the fuck you sleeping with so why do we give a damn that ain't got shit to do with basketball agreed you know what i'm saying i'm telling you but it's like what i'm saying it's, it's i think a lot of people get this this vision of him getting harassed in the locker room when they snap a towel at each other's naked asses. Been doing that before everybody started trying to have the courage to come out as gay. Exactly. That's, that was gay when it happened and nobody said a word. It was manly. And on the likelihood of people to know, his teammates are on the list of people that probably figured it out. And probably been new. Right. We all work with somebody. We all know somebody, whatever, that we are 99.9% sure they are gay and you just don't give a fuck. Don't. 
Don't give it. I got a guy I work with like that. Yeah, we had a dude I work with like that. Same thing. Ninety-eight percent sure that he was gay. And another thing that woke me up. Soon as I started catching on to him, the nigga got married. I was like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, like we all we all know that person, that chick, that dude, whatever in our life. Where if you walked over to their desk and be honest with yourself, you walked over to their desk and you saw a picture of them holding hands with the opposite sex, you'd be like, what? And that, that's just honesty. Like there's dudes that where I work with them and it's like, if I walked to their desk and saw them holding hands with a chick or in a wedding photo with a woman, I'd be like, the fuck? Mm, I thought you was gay. So, you know, (laughs) Jaron Collins knows. Yeah, everybody got eyes, yo. Um, but, uh, Obama and the Clintons and all these people like came out supporting him and like mm-hmm. called him and shit. Uh, so it's become a political issue. There's also the fact that, um, you know, he's a very smart guy. Everybody keeps going. He's the perfect athlete for this, you know, to, to, to break, to talk about sexuality and, and his sexual preference in the NBA and his sexual orientation. He's the perfect athlete. He's the perfect spokesman. He's a perfect. Here's the problem with that. Um, what the fuck does the not perfect dude look like? Cause if you're expressing that this dude is perfect, who will be the worst? Uh, right. Alan, will Alan Iverson be the worst gay person ever? Like if he was yeah, like, yeah, according to them. Yeah. I suck dicks y'all. I practice it. You know, <laughs> all this shit. This is why, this is why I'm always late to practice. So I've been sucking practice. dicks. We talking about practice. I've been practicing this for years. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Steven like, Jackson. That's why he been late. Of course. Let's see. Bad gay guy. Mm-hmm. Bad, now see, if he was on time, then I would respect the homosexual uh, struggle more. But right. this guy, fucking ah. like I really wonder who would set gays back the most coming out gay. Like that, that would be a thing. <laughs> it's like Steven Jackson is gay. Oh no, not him. You know, gets the sex. <laughs> Um, Marshawn Lynch, he set him back. Right. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> he set him back for a while. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's crazy how it became political and all this shit. And, um, you know, on the low, man, um, I feel you, Obama, call, calling your man up and letting him know what's up. But, uh, you was pro civil unions like two years ago, man. So, like, uh-huh. so like you know, yep. like, yep. don't right. don't try to capitalize on this shit just being a political wave that you can ride out. Like, we like him because he's gay. So, but about that getting married thing, uh, why don't we call it something else? Like, nah, dog, support that man. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Speaking of having it both, and- oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, I just want to say something. I'm going to let you go. I don't like when they have the whole parade and the coming out celebration for someone that comes out mm. in the media. Like, I, you you don't get a pat on the back for liking dick. Like, mm. I, I, there's people that are much more accomplished in life. Well, hopefully, saying. first of all, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Because just the <laughs> idea of yeah, taking yeah. any type of dick into my body is... Simply overwhelming. No way. No fucking way. Like you are like in a way, gay dudes will all will always be more of a man to me because I'm not putting nothing in none of my orifices that isn't food. I'm too squeamish. I'm too squeamish to be yeah. gay. Can we say that? <laughs> right. It's like I won't put this in your ass. I'm like, why would you put anything in my ass? I don't even want a suppository. Fuck you. Um me but, uh, but then the other thing too is hopefully one day, man, we'll reach the world where it's not a big deal. And hopefully this is yeah, the first step. I think so. Too. Like how Jackie Robinson was a big deal, but the second nigga to make the MLB wasn't. I feel like hopefully that's how it'll be. Like 
maybe the next dude will come out and we'll just be like oh you swagger jacket nigga you know you trying to be like jason collins trying to act like you gay and shit right Right. So, so he won't take over like Sports Center day. that day. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Ho- yeah. Hopefully that day Sports Center will be like, and the second gay dude came out. Nobody cares. Now hey, so, on to what so, Kobe was tweeting. Right. So right. Gonna, yeah. who, who's gonna play him in a movie? Because you know a movie's gonna come out. Yeah, he's seven feet oh, tall God. too. I don't know. Might have to play himself. That's seven feet. T- <laughs> yeah. Not too many seven feet tall actors. Uh, Liam Neeson maybe. Um. All right. So. Uh oh. Speaking of uh, playing yourself, Magic Johnson came out on Twitter, not the gay way, the regular way, and said uh, Dwight Howard was a big no, no, that was a big no, no. Your teammates and fans were counting on you. I've been swept before, but I never let my team down by getting kicked out of the game. What is he talking about? Dwight Howard. The meltdown. Got ejected with technical fouls from a basketball game where the Lakers got swept out of the first round of the playoffs by the Spurs. And uh, Magic Johnson thinks it's basically the worst thing ever. And uh, my initial response, well, I'll get y'all's opinion first. Uh, Kev, what do you think about Magic Johnson's comments? Well, this is my first time hearing him, but he joins a chorus of people that are extremely upset with Dwight Howard. Mm. Uh, they felt like he gave up at the end, and I was playing Injustice. I didn't really see. I just saw the aftermath. Like, once y'all started tweeting about it, I was like, oh, shit, let me turn it to, back to the game. And um, so he got – it seemed like that the last technical was forced. Mm-hmm. And for him to go out in the third quarter with the game on the line, and they're already playing with nobodies. And and I wouldn't say nobodies. They're playing with, you know, a nameless squad who is they're struggling. Meanwhile, the, the Spurs' nameless, their, their nameless squad is, is, is rising. Like, we're going to be paying attention to everybody on that Spurs squad right now because they're doing it without their star players. But for him to, to give up, and that's what essentially people are thinking. I I, I can't agree with it because I didn't see it, mm-hmm. but I had never uh, had full faith in Dwight Howard as a player, man. When when Kobe left, I was like, they're done, really. Mm-hmm. What about and you? And if I saw oh. it, I might have uh, I, I might have had a, a better opinion on it. But for me, without seeing it, I, I'm gonna go with Magic, man. It, it sounds in in line with what I've been thinking this whole season. What about you, Bartolius? Well, man, look, I, I didn't see the game. I don't know nothing about his fallout. I just never liked Dwight Howard as a player, man. And so, you know, him flaming out and getting pissed off and all that sound about right to me. That's okay. all I got. What about you, Carrie? Did you have any thoughts on Magic Johnson's comments? Yes. Uh, I feel like this. Magic Johnson even said, uh, I think they had like two games, and I think if they would have lost them, they'd have been out the playoffs. He even said that uh, that they should get rid of Dwight Howard if he don't win. He really said this, mm-hmm. if they don't win the last two games to make it to the playoffs because he says that this is – Well, no, they were getting swept, and I guess he was saying they need to win some games in this first-round series. No, 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 before they even made it to the playoffs. Remember, like, like – Oh, right no, no, oh, you were talking about regular season. Yeah, so so, oh, so okay. he already had an issue with Dwight. Like, That's this true. is my thing. That's true. He, yeah. he was like, yeah. look, nigga – you supposed to be the star since Kobe went down. If we don't make it to the playoffs, they need to get rid of you. Mm-hmm. And then you got the nerves to get kicked out of a game. 
And it's one of those things where we talked about it before. Dwight Howard does not have that it. Whatever that it is, whatever that drive is, whatever that thing is that makes you say, fuck all this, I'm about that ring, he does not have it. He mentally breaks down, and it's happened time and time before. And I think... L.A. is the bright lights is on. You're going to have to perform. Nobody wants to see you getting mad and Tim Duncan laughing at you with clips passing by his head and everybody joking on your ass. You should have came oh, and man. dominated. Even even if y'all would have lost, he would have had more respect for him if he would have stayed into the ga- in the game. I think that makes a difference. Okay, I will say this. When I first heard Magic's comments, I was like, why do old niggas be so fucking mad all the goddamn time, man? Like, <laughs> the game is over for you, nigga. Okay, you didn't get kicked out of the game. That's you. Get over it. And then I realized I can't be mad at Magic Johnson because he beat A's, man. You know? Yes, he so, did. I feel like he got a lifetime get-out-of-jail-free card of everything because it's like he the nigga that beat A's, man. So... Uh, I don't know who. Yo, 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 I'm here. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know somebody in a hurricane. They rest their Mike. Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead, yeah. Rob. I'm bad. Go ahead, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, he beat AIDS, man, so I can't be mad at him. So whatever, Magic. I agree. That's cool. He he should have stepped up. All right, man, we got some articles to cover here. Um, first one is not guess the race yet, but two Spanish men were apparently so desperate for cash. They decided to make a false $2.5 million euro insurance claim by cutting off their hands. <gasps> now, here's here's the first thing. That's not desperate for cash. Desperate for cash is giving a hand job in the alley for $5. Trying yep. to make $2.5 million on a scam is not desperation. That's having ambition. Okay? So, let's just calm down. Yeah, um, that's, like, that's like being a lo- that's like an ocean... 11 plan but you only have two of the crew with you right yeah you can't be you know, talking about they right. were desperate for money no they weren't no they weren't that's Des- desperate for money is like i'm gonna uh rob somebody come on uh unfortunately for the alleged fraudsters they were both found to have done too good a job of amputating their limbs the medic said one of the men who was claiming who have been maimed in a car accident had a cut that was far too clean the hapless man who has not been named thought he'd be able to fool 11 insurance companies out of $2 million by chopping his hand off with an electric saw. The cut was too clean between the bone for a car crash, which which is never so clean, said the accident investigator, uh, Jose Luis Nieto. How do I think this, this, these people see this shit all the time? It's, it's almost like you come in there with like this clean cut dress slicing it's like nigga i don't see this before where your raggedy edges where the bones sticking out you uh the man uh might have got someone to use a saw to cut off his hand the surgeon would never have done it the second insurance claimant went a step further by cutting off his lower arm and claiming five hundred thousand euros for an electric saw incident what? now you say in euros what part of is this in spain what part of the world is this in uh it just says spanish man it, it didn't say exactly what part it was in wow so you... well, they're dealing with euros it can't be american yeah 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 it definitely wasn't here yeah i take a little fact yeah, yeah i take i take i take a little pride in that go ahead uh but his claim was also rejected after the investigation but so man. now you just lost limbs yeah now no you reason. have no hand no arm because 
you thought you had a foolproof plan turns out you probably end up in jail or some shit because insurance people don't play about that fraud no they don't um he don't even have a hands to make commissary in jail now like how you gonna fucking work the field and make your two cents a day you ain't got a fucking hand yeah i got a i got a question the damn insurance company though because you know they are not in the business of paying out right so how in the hell do they how how are they comparing that shit to some other somebody else in the loss of hand well they must have seen so many of these lost limb injury type claims over the years that they just kind of have a pattern they know what looks like what and it's Mm -hmm. like this shit looks like it was surgically done with precision this don't look like no random accident you know uh so i guess that's what it was i don't know um here's another article um this one's about a a a restaurant that that fucked up and now they got to do uh damage control um News, 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 news from Delaware. If Fumanchu85 didn't like the amount of a customer's tip or their behavior at Potty Restaurant in Hokessen, he let everyone know it. To shame customers, Fumanchu85 posted their photos and credit card receipts on an Instagram social media account (gasps) and added racial slurs, vulgar comments, and hashtags such as douchebag, cheap, Jew, and hillbillies. Yeah, the 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 tweet that they're showing is Fumanchu eighty five. What do you what do you expect from a last name like that? Sand nick <laughs> sand niggers will never change cheap hashtag cheap hashtag Jew. While social media can be a great uh, that is an angry Asian business. What happened at Potty serves as a cautionary and painful tale of what can occur when restaurateurs and business owners don't monitor their sites. The account with the Fumanchu 85 screen name belonged to Aaron Kwan, manager of Potty in the Lantana Square shopping center off Route 7 and Valley Road. Kwan is the nephew of Potty owner Eve Teo, who says she isn't computer savvy. She said she didn't know anything about the Instagram or Facebook accounts or the cringeworthy comments and photos posted on them. The restaurant's attorney, Edward B. Rosenthal, said Kwan, manager of the Thai and Japanese restaurant since it opened in 2010, is now on indefinite unpaid leave. Rosenthal said he and Tio are going through receipts and the social media data still available, trying to find the customers who are disparaged so they can apologize to them specifically. The Instagram and Facebook page are no longer available for viewing. The Instagram account was deleted shortly after the News Journal contacted Juan on April 12th. Reporting for Delaware Online, I'm Daniel Sato. Wow! <laughs> can, I say, can, can I say I call bullshit? To you call bullshit? Okay. Uh, to, to, to start with, Quan said his ne- was that his nephew? Man, I just no, it was, uh, Aaron Quan is the dude who wrote who managed the account supposedly, and he's the nephew of the owner of the account, which was a, a lady. Uh, Eve. Okay, who said she isn't computer savvy? Okay, yeah. okay. Eve okay. Tio. Yeah. She doesn't have anything to do with the social media apparently. Yeah, she probably had him running it. Yeah, and he's racist. Yeah, I was just gonna say, if I thought it was younger generation saying that they didn't know anything about, uh, you know, social media and they just let the old school go, Mm. you know, wild. I would play Guess the Race with that, but come on, that's too easy. That was too easy, easy. son. Yeah, that's way too easy. Hey, leave it to the black guy who tips to find some shit about tipping. Uh, (laughs) no, let me me put it in chat room terms. That was a rice eater. Uh, here's now. Here is a guest the race article, man. Uh, it comes straight out of Florida too. So now this story Hey, y'all better watch chill on that. Oh, Florida. Send a shiver down the spine of parents everywhere. An eight-year-old 
uh, sorry, an eight-foot alligator attacked a six-year-old in Boynton Beach, Florida, interrupting what had been a peaceful father and son day out. Joey Welsh and his father, Joseph, were spending time together at the Loxahatchee Wildlife Refuge when Joey went off into the water by himself, and that's when the gator struck. When in it, it was like sp splatted in, and an alligator just like swam to me and just like cleared me on. He didn't wait for a second. That was Joey telling WPLG's Carlos Suarez what happened to his arm. And here's what his dad had to say about the attack. I immediately heard these shouts and these blood-curdling screams. I ran down the hill and I saw this gator that had his right arm in its jaw. And I, you know, just freaked. It's scary stuff. Now, WSVN reported that the gator finally released Joey after a good Samaritan leapt into action and started kicking the animal in the stomach to get him off the poor little boy. Though the six-year-old only suffered minor injuries, the alligator was killed by authorities because of, of its aggressive nature. Last Gotta summer, go. a Florida teen wasn't as lucky. 17-year-old Caleb Langdale lost his arm when a 10-foot alligator attacked. Oh, shit. Yeah. Play that Far Cry 3, you'd not stay out of that water. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> I ain't got to play no. I ain't got to play no video game. No, my black ass needs to stay out, stay out the water. There's crocodiles around. So, fellas, yeah. guess the race. Um, I'm going to... Uh, uh, um, See, careful is conflicting. It's part of his people. Mm -hmm. I know the answer. And it, it's his people. I know I'm trying to put it in a certain term, but I'll say, yeah, it's it's uh, the oppressors. <laughs> All right, am I Aww. toys? Yeah, PW. PW. Pecklewood. Okay. Yeah. All right. The chat room says crocodile hunter white. So mm -hmm. like, so he was crocodile hunted. <laughs> yes. Uh, one who locks his bedroom door because he wants his privacy white. Worst croc hunter ever white. White black men don't spend time with their kids. Oh, wow. this is obviously <laughs> that, was, that was racist against both races. Right? Yeah. This obviously is a hold on. This obviously is a relative to Steve Irwin. Cheddar, cheddar, cheddar. One who used the word cunt, punt, MMA, shin, kicking, a gator, cheese bather, plain lettuce sandwich, eating white. Oh, my God. I hope the kids. Are OK, come on, Irene. This is guest the race. I don't care about that. Where's the cheese? <laughs> Uh, now nah, I saw the video. He's fine. He's fine. Where's Where's the cheese white? <laughs> Boy, you not blonde white. Ash white. He got that. He got like shit from that privileged white girl team mom. Um, uh, light snack white. To correct answer is light white. snack. Yeah. <laughs> white. No doubt. Hey, I got I got one observation though. Mm -hmm. from, from hearing that 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 little skit, man. This sound like nobody in that whole thing was from Florida. Mm -hmm, All mm -hmm. of them sound like they was they was visiting. Yeah, until until they said, um, you know, they went to that that park. You know, I was like, hmm, that's the, the gator was the only thing from Florida. And yeah, that <laughs> news, and it was the one that was ratchet. Got his ass. Yeah, in the whole in the whole situation. There you go. Um, here's another one. A fun, a fun night for a Delaware County woman turned deadly after police say she accidentally shot and killed her husband. Oh. Police say Michael Wanko and Michelle Wanko, 40, uh, she, he's 43, or well, he was 43, she's 42, were casually drinking vodka and lemonade together inside their home. Oh shit. 
uh <laughs> west rolling uh anyway who cares where they live At around 3 30 in the morning oh see 3 30 a.m police say the couple went into the basement so that michael could show his wife how to use a semi-automatic p- pistol <gasps> the couple Drunk. yeah and of course you know who's telling this story the one who's alive that killed somebody so who knows uh the couple went into a workroom with several weapons were were kept inside a safe he took several of the weapons out handguns and was demonstrating to her how the weapon worked as far as taking the magazine out making sure it was safe how to pull the slide back as michael reached into a safe to grab a gun police say michelle picked up another gun pulled the slide back just as her husband had instructed her when she let go of the slide the weapon went off yeah according to Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can I tell you this? Yeah. I have a weapon, and my, it, even with her assistance, she wanted me to teach her how to use it. And I taught her, but I didn't teach her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I taught her, hey, if somebody come in the house, pull this, blast. But that was the extent of that. I don't, I don't, and, and not to say it, it's a woman thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in particular to my weapons. And when. I get into the mood, and I, I happen to be the same way. I got into a liquid courage mood and was like, hey, baby, let me show you how to fire this motherfucker. The next day, I was like, yeah, I got to chill because I don't want to wake up like uh, 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 Hill and Goodfellas, man. She she drawing down on me. You know what I'm saying? I dread that day. I dread that day now. Like, I didn't at first. Now I do. Uh, Michael was struck in the upper chest at the time. Police say the couple's two-year-old oh. and five-year-old sons were sleeping upstairs. <sighs> Police say the five-year-old was awakened by his mother's frantic screams as she called 911. Police arrived at the home around 4 a.m. Michael was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead shortly after. Michelle was charged with involuntary manslaughter, aggravated assault, and possession of an instrument of crime. She was processed at the jail and released on 250000 unsecured bail. Uh, her two children are currently staying with relatives. Police say the gun Michelle used was turned over to Delaware County Ballistics Units, where investigators say they were ascertained if the weapon malfunctioned or if it operated properly. They also say they found additional weapons while searching their home. What? Say what? I say, let's <laughs> uh, say, guess the race of people said Tackleberry White. Oh, uh, I'm gonna tell you right <laughs> now. Number. <laughs> I will say this. It feels like <laughs> this article is the first article in a series on Snapped. Yeah, yeah. this does sound like a good yeah. Snapped article. Right. Yeah, this sounds like the first one where they're like, and she said the gun went off mistakenly. And then like two minutes later, it's like you find out she was fucking his brother and she <laughs> yeah. had an insurance policy already <laughs> taken out. Yeah, I was about to say that. He had an insurance policy she took out. Yeah. And they had planned on moving to Mexico together. So guess the race, guys. Woodpecker. I'm not going to immediately say white. White. All right. But. Hey, you said woodpecker, Montoya? Yes, that's correct. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they say the race could be. Um, Tackleberry White, Wigger White, Waco, Texas, Jim Jones, everybody drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh. Poor kids. Yes, those kids are poor now, Michelle. I mean, Michael. Uh-huh. Uh, white lady uh, that is waiting for her episode of Snapped. White, ghost white, and the white ghost. She's of the Caucasian persuasion. Juan oh. Tavius and Shemitra Watkins Black. Wow. Uh, Andrea, Andrea from The Walking Dead. Uh, Chalk and Cheese White. Uh, Guns with Alcohol White. Militia member, Blue Eyed Devil. 
Laura Croft White, Guns and Alcohol Quick Draw McGraw White. <laughs> boy, I say, boy, I say. The correct answer is white. So everybody got that one. Um, all right, we're getting about that time. So let me uh, definitely tell this story uh, because, you know, we can't get out of here. You know, I, I wouldn't feel right if we ended it without talking about sore ratchetness, okay? Sore ratchetness is something that's going around. It's affecting everybody. It's affecting everything. And people keep sweeping under the table. And, uh, of course, it struck again. his own swords at a trailer park. Now police need your help to catch the incident. The attack all happened last Thursday at the University Trailer and Park off California Way in Longview. KBTV's Steve McCarran spoke with the victim tonight. He's now live in Longview with how it all happened. Steve? Well, Adam Kaysen says he first met the suspect, Kevin Mathis, while the two were in jail. He says he and his girlfriend were barely getting up last week when Mathis charged his way into their home. And the next thing he knew, he was being attacked with two of his own swords. <gasps> two? First of all, he owned two swords. Okay, that's number one. And he might have owned more, but he just happened to get attacked with two of them. Yeah. Number two, he was yeah, attacked. He was attacked with his own swords. You know, so you can't even say, you know, this argument of like, well, it's just my weapon for me. People can use them against you, okay? A sword doesn't have, an, uh, you know, any type of grip that only corresponds to one person, people. All right? But can we Except say this? Blade. Blade sword. Mm-hmm. I, I'm especially living in Texas. I know quite a bit about some of the southern trailer park culture, and they tend to like sharp ninja objects. Yeah, that's true. Ninja swords, ninja knives, even that little shit that... that I seen a dude try to get the little knife boot thing. They love that shit. Yeah, they do. That's true. Yeah, each one hit the bone. I felt it. Adam Kaysen didn't want us to show his face, but as you can see from these cuts on his left arm, he's still recovering from the attack that took place outside his Longview home. Kaysen and his girlfriend says it all started Thursday morning when Mathis came looking for some stolen tools that he thought Kaysen had. I was asleep and I turned, just turned around to tell him that his friend was at the, somebody was at the door for him. And, Turn around, back around, he was already in the house. The two say things quickly turned yeah. ugly. Mathis allegedly punched Kaysen in the face with some brass knuckles, then grabbed two small samurai-type swords like these from the top of Kaysen's entertainment center and left. Kaysen followed him out into the parking lot, where he says Mathis pulled out the swords and attacked him several times. Oh, wow. When I did, one would have hit my neck. So I ducked in time. Kaysen says Mathis and a guy he was with then jumped back into the matrix on. Yeah, I also like the idea that he had his swords on his entertainment center. What's entertaining about two swords sitting down? That's <laughs> not, not a damn thing. Yeah. Put a, put a VCR and a DVD player and a Blu-ray player up there. You won't miss <laughs> yeah, the fucking right? swords. VCR. And a Betamax, too. Yeah, put an 8-track on you there. Too fat. You know, whatever you do, <laughs> just take it back, but don't get a fucking sword. What's now, with his alleged attacker knows where he lives, he and his girlfriend worry they'll soon come face to face with him again. Okay. Just like Mary's gonna get caught, is what I want. But I know he's gonna come back because he's 23 years old and he's got that revenge. Definitely do not do want to do this to anybody else. And according to records, Mathis has a lengthy criminal history, including several drug related arrests. If you spot him, you're asked to call Longview Police. Uh, and according to me, uh, give that nigga his tools back. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
That'll cure all this shit. Yeah. I'm nope. like, I have the wrench. I don't want the wrench uh, that bad. I guess the race of the victims. Uh, nah. Yeah, no. yeah. Oh, oh, we're not gonna do guess the race on this. Oh, I'm sorry. I put it out there. My bad. No, no, no. This is just sword. Let's be honest. It was brass knuckles versus a sword. Uh, yeah. We we already brought that up. That's white. Let's go. Yeah. Only thing missing was like a bat with spikes in it for the rumble. Um, exactly. But uh, yeah, this has been another episode of Blackout Tips, man. Make sure you guys check out my toys and Kev. <laughs> Uh, com. Um, it'll be in the show notes. Um, you can follow him on Twitter. Uh, Kev is Cyber Soldier and it's spelled out ebonically and shit. So I have that in the show notes. Um, tell him <laughs> how, tell him how you spell it, Kev. It is C-Y-B-E-R-S-O-U-L-J-A. Uh, it's a hacker term that was given to me back in the day. And I, I, even though it's ghetto, I don't want to change it because I feel dearly about it. Thank you. I'm not telling you to change it. Just, you know. Okay. Just, just letting everybody know it's hood in case they're looking well, for I, it. Yeah. I don't is. want them following the wrong dude. Be like, this cyber soldier dude only talks about tech. I'm like, that's yeah. the wrong one. That's, 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 that's not that the right type soldier. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, my toys, man. Uh, you're my K on Twitter, right? That's correct. And uh that'll be in the show notes too, man. Make sure you guys check the podcast out, man. Yes, very y'all. funny brothers. Yes, they are. Uh very supportive, man. Um we've been on the show a few times, so make sure you guys check that out when we were on there. Um and of course, go to adamandeve.com, put in TBGWT, get your discount. Uh and um we'll be oh, back. I want to ask you something about that. Do they do do they do fishnet bodysuits per chance? Uh only one way to find out, but everything I put in the code mm-hmm. for I've gotten hit half on. Yep. Yeah, they do suits. I done one on there, too. Yeah, I don't know what they don't do, uh, but Me I'm going to keep searching until I find it. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah, make sure you guys do that. You think half off, because they, they, they charge an arm and a leg at these stores. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I feel you. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, if you get the, and I'm going to tell you this much. If you, you get a fishnet bodysuit, it's going to be half off. Either way. Yes, it is. Because I'm taking half of it off. Um, <laughs> but uh, make sure you guys also uh, hit up theblackoutist.com and do all your stuff there. Leave us reviews, all that great stuff on iTunes. You guys know what to do. We'll be back tomorrow with Patrice, and we'll talk some of them thrones. Yes, sir. Oh, um, please tune in. Man, yeah. hey, can I just say this? I love your wrap-up of the Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, like, Sunday is something I, I look forward to. Like, I'd be so into watching the show and tweeting at the same time that I try to come in on your, on, on your stuff. And, and like, I, I like when you come on, uh, on a Sunday and tweet with me, man. Like we had that whole vibe. <laughs> and then now that you're doing the show, that's man, I'm, I'm, I'm so hooked on game of Thrones. Ridiculous. And did you hear that? We got Montoya's into the Yeah, throne. He just finished the first season, man. So congratulations okay. to that Montoya's man. Okay. I hope you, uh, I hope we're not spoiling it too bad for you, man, but just trust. I'm all into that, man. Spoil it, man. I like to know what's coming. A lot of good stuff coming up for you, man. But, um, all right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, see you guys tomorrow with Patrice and, uh, I'll let you guys know the show time. Uh, but, uh. Cool. Thanks for having us, man. I really, I really had fun. No problem, man. Thank you for coming, man. So until next time, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>